Hi, this is Victoria Miracle and Purposeful Woman Podcast. My goal for this podcast is to bring you the best information from the brightest woman in the world. Let's go. Hello, hello, and welcome to today's episode. Today we have Hannah, and Hannah Hermanson is a certified business coach and success trainer, helping coaches and entrepreneurs build brands that afford them freedom. Her philosophy is that dream life is real life, and she teaches mission-driven brands now to create more streams of income, contribution, and purpose in their daily life. Hi and welcome, Hannah. Hello, so good to be spending more time with you, Victoria. Oh, I'm just loving you so much. I, I love to interview more and more and more. <laughs> I love bring you a longer and longer and longer interview. All right, well, I would we, please share with everybody your story and I would like to hear it all over again. Yeah, thank you. And I always, I typically start my story of growing up in small town, Wisconsin and doing all of the right things, you know, and landing myself a a cubicle job eventually. And today I want to talk a little bit about something more recent, maybe in my story and and switch it up a little bit, if that's okay. (laughs) So I did the traditional, like I was an academic advisor. I had a traditional career, but I always had that, like, I think Tony Robbins calls it the sleeping giant of like, this isn't right. I'm out of place. Nobody gets me. I'm not meant to just sit in this cubicle. And so I became a yoga teacher because it was like exciting and I loved yoga and it was something to do, but I really attribute yoga to being my, my beginning in some ways it afforded me role models and a, just a taste of a different way of being now in yoga. I started looking around and I was like, how can you be here at 10 AM? Because I'm playing hooky from my day job. I like made up a meeting to come here, but like, how are all these people in yoga at 10 AM? What do they do? And that's when I started to meet entrepreneurs, but I really don't think I would have been open to the idea of entrepreneurship if it hadn't been for just yoga in general and thinking about, you know, there being way more connections in the world than just, you know, do your job and go home and sleep and get up and do it again. But there was like all these other experiences in even like breath work and flexibility and like getting in touch with like my own body mind connection. I think was essential to even being open to the the idea of entrepreneurship. And it was yoga that also brought me to San Francisco. So from small town, Wisconsin to San Francisco, I had an opportunity to work for a yoga organization in California. And I said yes to that opportunity because it was still kind of safe. It was still like, oh, they have a job for me. I'm going to move my whole life out there. But like any yoga practice, it always ends. There's, a, you always, you know, have to pack up and go at some point. And actually, when I got to San Francisco, about five weeks after I accepted the job, moved my whole life, they said, "We're gonna take this in a different direction. You're fired, essentially." And I think it. I know it was my scaffolding. I wouldn't have been prepared to just like quit my job and like 
be alone in San Francisco if I hadn't had the yoga practice and this like job to scaffold me, to bring me to that point. But I knew I couldn't go back. I was in San Francisco and I was like, well, I'm going to figure this out. And that was five years ago. And five years ago, I decided I'm going to figure out how to monetize what I know and this yoga thing. And it quickly evolved beyond yoga into life coaching. I got certified. And as I was doing life coaching, I realized that none of my peers like knew how to get clients. And so I started leaning into marketing a lot more and it has now led me to be really focused on sales and marketing for coaches. So that's the first time I told the story that way, but does it bring you up to speed enough? <laughs> I was listening. I say was listening to the first time. <laughs> it's, I remember you moving to San Francisco and going through adversities, but it's always like you're hearing a first time when you have a great story to share. Yeah. And uh, I love that. You know what I'm hearing that you did is you found the problem with what you had and went and find a solution and that what's worked. Yeah. That's what I think entrepreneurship is all about. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not a problem solver. Mm -hmm. I'm a solution seeker. Mm -hmm. And in fact, I even tell all of my clients, like, you're going to have problems. Like, don't come to me with problems. I know problems exist. (sighs) As entrepreneurs, we need to spend 5% of our energy on identifying the problems, finding them. And then 95% of our energy on creating solutions. And by the way, those solutions are not blaming, complaining, whining, waiting for someone else to figure it out. And that mindset was instilled in me from yoga, from the beginning to just like find solutions, move forward. You know, in yoga, we always talk about just like, let it go so you can create space for more. And that mindset has really benefited me on the business side of things and entrepreneurship, like you said. Oh my gosh, I really love that you just said that. And literally, I was just saying this to my team this morning. She told me <laughs> something. She's like, I, can't, I couldn't finish it. And she still haven't sent me the video. I was like, are you bringing me a problem or are you bringing me a solution? Just, I always teach that to my team. Like, you gotta bring something that I can, at least if it's a problem, find a solution and offer this, bring this problem with a solution so you can choose how to what to do with it and this so i really love that you say it i want to just repeat that one more time i'm not a problem solver i'm a solution seeker oh let's just just thinking it's so good it's so good and i don't think i had this mindset since i was i don't know young (laughs) i definitely learned that mindset while being in entrepreneurship and learning from great mentors I would love to know, just dive deeper more in what you teach. You said you're focusing on sales and marketing and sales, it's all about finding solution for the person's problem. It's not that we're creating, we're showing them the problem, they're, they're pretty aware. People are pretty aware of the problems. That's what I realized that they're pretty, they know really well what it's not working, but I don't know how to solve that problem. <laughs> and that's why they're going for coaches and business coaches. So we'll just speak a little bit more on like what mistakes coaches make on social media or on sales conversations and in our businesses. Well, the number one mistake that coaches and service providers or even just like heart-centered people make is that they make it about themselves. 
now hear me out. I don't want to be harsh. I'm going to help you correct this, but it's all too common that we make our marketing and sales about us, about what we know, about how great we are, about the fancy phrases and words that we have learned in all of our soul searching and all of our certifications. But the truth is that your viewers, your potential clients really don't care how many certifications or vocab terms that you know. Like Victoria said, they just care if you can, you have the solution that they need. If you can help them get out of the problem or the stuckness that they are in. So I watch smart, amazing, compassionate coaches talk themselves out of clients by talking about themselves or the more sneaky thing is by overcoaching, oversharing in their content. So I used to be an academic advisor at a university and I think about what coaches do similar to like the professor student relationship. So if you went to higher education, you probably you know, sat in a class or even in high school, you probably sat in a class where you were like, this is so over my head. This teacher is talking about all these words and formulas and things that I know nothing about. And you're just like a fourth grader (laughs) in this fancy class, listening to the person. Like, I have no idea what quantum physics, I don't know what the word quantum means, but coaches do the same thing. They position themselves as this professor and they say things like manifestation and law of attraction and unleashing your true potential in these like fluffy coaching phrases that the fourth grader who's sitting at home, like, I don't have time to like do my dishes. How do I have time to journal your gratitude journal for 10 minutes a day? There's a huge disconnect between this like coach, consumer, professor, student relationship. And the best way to overcome this, the best way to stop making this mistake is to speak to a fourth grader. Like a fourth grader should be able to read your content, literally, but you should also be speaking to exactly where your client is at, the words that they use, the problems that they think they have. And like you said, Victoria, they know what's not working. So talk about that. Specifically say, hey, I know you don't even have time to do your dishes. Call that out because they want to be met where they're at. They don't need another professor or textbook. Oh, I love that. So what I'm hearing is the communication. The communication is not created for consumers. They're created as a creator. You, I mean, as a creator, we want to think everybody understand what we're saying and everybody knows what we mean by manifestation or right. Yeah. Or every, every, anything else that we say. So how do we create content that actually converts to our clients? invite you follow me your host victoria on instagram give me some love by clicking follow button so you can get more tips on how to have a purposeful and profitable life link in the description below and now we go back to our interview yeah and you're exactly right sales and marketing is communication through and through so you mentioned my my belief or my motto is that dream life is real life. And so one of the exercises I've developed is a dream life versus real life audit of your ideal client. So I literally have a Google document for all of my clients and myself that on one side, it says dream life. And on the other side, it says real life. 
And as we're having conversations, as we're doing market research, as we're on sales calls, we write down exactly what they say their dream life is, their goals, their aspirations, their biggest hopes, that thing they would just love a magic wand for. And then the real life, the, the problems, the frustrations, the fears, the hesitations that they're currently living with. And then we work to bridge a gap between their real life and their dream life. The biggest feedback I give people when they do this exercise is that they're too vanilla. I don't want your like general idea that like they're tired. No. How many cups of coffee are they drinking? And what flavor is their creamer? <laughs> right? And so if you can pull their exact phrases you see this in Facebook groups. You can go do market research. What questions are they literally asking? Plug that into this grid and you will have, over time, you'll have constant inspiration because you can just go say, oh, I saw you know Victoria post in a Facebook group that she doesn't have time for content because she has so many dishes, whatever. Then you go post something. Hey, are dishes getting in the way of your content? <laughs> Yes. Oh my God. How did she know that? Which is totally different than like 17 tips for a savvy content calendar that I just made up, but I'm meeting you where you're at. I'm speaking your language and pulling you out of your reality by waking you up and not just being vanilla. Does that make sense? Oh, does that make sense so much? You know what we use in, in our team, it's, um, we have this messaging library. I feel like it's pretty much the same thing. A little different, but the same thing. And it's so helpful because I have uh, phrases that my clients say and phrases that I want to test out because they might not work out. And you can still have awesome ideas as a creator and people might understand, but you got to keep that in mind that it's you want to test them out. That doesn't mean they work already. And right. I love that you said you got to take those words. It's like for my business, I remember when somebody... On the calls, when I do calls, I just listen to them again and write it down what I really find really valuable or just while the call. And one of my clients said, oh my God, I'm just like easily going all in for four days and then I'm burnt out. <laughs> you know, it's, that would means I'm overwhelmed. But that's like exactly how, what is, what is exactly how are you overstressed right. and overwhelmed? That's just a goal. That's a perfect example because most, most coaches as professors, we translate that and we know you're overwhelmed. They don't know it. They're not calling it that. They're confused. Like day four, I don't get it. We know the answer because we're the professor experts, but you need to say like something weird happening on day four. Let's talk about that in your like fourth grade level conversation. And it's nothing against them. You know, I think about this as a magic door. Okay. So on the front side of the magic door outside, that's your marketing language. That's what you talk about on the street. That's what they're coming with you. I don't know. I don't get this four day thing. I don't know. I have too many dishes. The magic door that they want to move through is coming into your coaching world. And on the coaching side of things, that's where you get to show them and highlight, this is actually overwhelm. And this is where it's coming from. And let's work on that together. But the magic door is an investment. It's their payment. It's their credit card. And then when they go through the magic door, you start to give them, you know, the tools that you have and the vocabulary that you have, but without an investment, if you just start to teach and coach and use, oh, 
you guys have overwhelm. Everyone, you have overwhelm. Let me tell you, <laughs> you know, what I do in my coaching program about overwhelm. Well, they're still out on the street. I don't know if I, you haven't worked them through the process of coming to that realization for themselves. So how, how do you work through the process in the content so they are ready to buy from you? One of my favorite frameworks is from Dan Kennedy called Problem, Agitate, Solve, PAS. And here's where you take a look at your dream life and your real life list. And you identify the problems that they think that they have. And you talk about that. Wow, day four, what's, you agitate the problem. Day four, you have all these things happening to me. You can't sleep to you. You can't sleep through the night. You're confused. You've lost all the momentum. Well, here's a simple solution. And you can give them a bite-sized thing that, you know, okay, take a deep breath. Give yourself grace, right? You can give like inspiration or a little nugget that they can do so that they feel educated, they feel supported, but they still don't have the full solution, right? And that framework, problem, agitate, solve, give a small solution, positions you as knowing where they are and knowing what they need. And if they go and do that, they're going to create another problem. <laughs> okay, so you fix day four, but that deep breath doesn't fix every other thing on this list that we have. So that's how I like to use it in the working through it, right? Like showing like, hey, I do have some steps without giving away all of your coaching or trying to bite off more than you can chew. And you can find examples, right? I didn't make this up. This is Dan Kennedy, problem, agitate, solve is a type of content you'd want to start integrating. I thought you were saying something else. I was like, awesome. We, we definitely need to write that down. I love it. Okay. So I know that you are working a lot with coaches, right? M most of the coaches, it's like health coaches that the most people that you work with, what is the number one mistake that they are making in sales? Not that in content, but in the sales. I think that's a very, very, timeless, timely question for in the world right now. Everybody's yeah. trying to figure out sales online. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And look, there, there are scripts, there are templates I can give you and that we give our clients. Okay. Like ha have a clear plan of what you're going to be doing on the sales call. And this is going to annoy people because it used to annoy me so much before I under really understood this <laughs> is that sales is an energy your mind, I like with the wrong mindset, you can't sell free money, right? Like, and so you have to be attending to your mindset around sales constantly. And there's tons of tools around this, but I firmly believe that you can't say the right thing to the wrong person. And there are going to be wrong people. Like, so, um, Keep in mind that like, as much as you need scripts, what matters more is not what you say, but how you say it. And coming from a place of curiosity is powerful. So how many times I'm guilty of this too, but how many times have you picked up the phone for a sales call and you just thought money, 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 visa, 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 instead of, can I actually help this person? Where are they struggling? What are their dreams? Do I know someone else that might be better to help them? 
And really coming from a place of curiosity is what completely transforms sales for people. Instead of expecting and like forcing, right? That's scarcity mindset. I got to get this money. I got to get them to close. I got to make sure I hit all of these points of my script is not nearly as important as showing up with an energy of curiosity because that, that translates. You can say the same words to the same person, but if you don't have the right energy coming out, then don't keep just, you know, hitting the same script over and over, but find places that find ways that you can come from a place of abundance, generosity, curiosity. Oh, I another thing it. I want to mm-hmm. say. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Oftentimes it's not even about like the sales conversation per se. Oftentimes it's about attracting the right people. My clients know that if I had a tattoo, my tattoo would say SW, 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 SW. And that stands for some will, some won't, so what, someone's waiting. And too often we talk to the people who aren't ready, who aren't educated enough, who aren't willing to take action. And then we get frustrated, like we're doing something wrong and we get into that scarcity thing. And we just keep having frustrating conversations and no one's getting it. Well, we need to be talking to those people who are waiting, who are your ideal clients. And again, this comes from that place of abundance, like be a treasure hunter in your lead generation, find the people who are waiting, who are perfect because That's, you know, another energy. It's like be talking to people, you know, are the perfect fit is important in sales. And that's where content comes back in, right? So from the top, from when, like we should be pre-qualifying people. So sales is curious and feel good. Oh, oh, so golden, golden nuggets, golden nuggets here. I would love for you to share and where people can learn from you. I know you have an awesome free training that copy and paste content into your social media marketing. So yes, we'll share us how they can grab that and where they can find you. Oh, thank you. So you, we mentioned dream life is real life, which you can type in to um, Google and find my website. It's also just a really healthy affirmation. And I have a Facebook group called content and copywriting for coaches. And that's where you can redeem the free training, which is three standout social media posts that convert to clients. So um, we leverage problem, agitate, solve, as well as some other uh, frameworks that set you up for those qualified sales conversations. So if you're on Facebook, you can go ahead and go to content and copywriting for coaches, you know, dreamlifeisreallife.com slash show. If you're not on Facebook is the other place to redeem that free gift since this is a show. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Oh, thank you so much for coming on. And it was a pleasure to chat with you today again. Thank you, as always. Thanks so much for listening to this episode. If you love this podcast, please make sure to rate, subscribe, and review it. And of course, you can get in touch with me everywhere online at purposeful with double L day.com. And I can't wait to see you next time. Kisses.